Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription, trust me. Mm. If you don't, you will fall out of bounds. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon show. Dan, I don't know if I can make it through the whole show with these glasses on, with these shades, but by God, I might try. Uh, What about, uh, speaking of, um, I'm going to be sipping on New Riff Single Barrel bourbon today because apparently we've got the new fill in action baby the new fill the new fill i was gonna go for coffee and i thought well that'd be that that just that ain't gonna fit that ain't gonna fit the scene so uh congratulations to phil mickelson hey congratulations is indeed in order for phil mickelson holy cow i mean we were talking about him on the DraftKings show last week we said you know phil and the comment i think we had i didn't get back and listen but i'm just in memory i think it was well he's been playing really good so i mean i'm not going to count him out but i would never would count him in um but he's been playing really good he has he was leading wells after the first round right yeah i think we i think that the conversation uh i'll paraphrase as best as my foggy memory will let me uh, I think it was, uh, well, we talked about the pairing. We, we talked about the first round pairing and we said, we, we guesstimated that two of the guys, two out of the three <laughs> were going to make the cut. So, um, we did not pick any of those guys to win the tournament and, uh, man, what a friggin' performance by that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know is it, I, well, here's the thing was, was Phil ever out? Uh, yeah. We I said, you know, we got the new riff and the new Phil. I don't know. Was, was there ever a doubt that he was here? I don't know that any, I, Hey, here's what I do want to know. Um, if you picked Phil to yeah. win the tournament, yeah. uh, comments, DM mm-hmm. us at birdies underscore bourbon on IG. We would like to know who you are because we'd like to invite you to our next DraftKings show because <laughs> you're doing a hell of a lot better at picking than we are. <laughs> yeah. I don't think a whole lot of pe- people picked Phil. Uh, I was doing some research over the, over the weekend and I think some of these, um, uh, these bookies only had a couple of bets on Phil to, to cover. So I don't think yeah. a whole lot of people picked them. No. Mm-mm. Uh, what a performance by that guy. What's uh, I say a performance. I mean, the course, no doubt. So uh, PB and I were messaging uh, Sunday and Sunday evening. And I said, uh, hey, PB, what surprised you most about the tournament? I was expecting to get, you know, holy shit, I can't believe Phil won. Uh, the course, I'm going to say it kind of played, depending on when you teed off, right? I mean, some guys were kind of scoring low and some guys were were, uh, were definitely getting getting eaten up by the course. Uh, maybe it was, hey, I can't believe that Kepka got punked by, uh, by a 50-year-old. <laughs> Uh, let's see what else could have been there. Uh, Padraig Harrington, another, uh, not senior, but he's, he's sneaking up on it. Uh, you know, comes in at T4. No PB says what surprised him most about the ocean course at Kiowa on the PGA championship was the gallery. Really? And after I thought about that, I'm like, well, shit, that ain't, that's not bad. I mean, meaning being that, uh, that Phil almost gets tackled on the way to the 18th green, I'm kind of going like that, that something could have happened there. I mean, I don't know how you, I mean, I, that brought me back to, I think it was 20, uh, 2018 yeah. when Tiger wanted Eastlake. Yeah. 
and they're coming down the 18th uh, fairway to the green and you just see the mob of people behind tiger i don't recall them being that close i mean phil was like it, it was like a mosh pit out there yeah and i'm thinking here this guy is he he's gonna close the tournament all he has to do is get up there and what do you have to do two putt uh and and he's got uh his sixth major i believe six yeah yep and, it's a big deal yeah, six major and uh gonna be the oldest guy to uh, to win a major championship um no but it's uh, i i thought it was fantastic so you and well here's the thing and you you were mentioned go you uh who were you saying somebody made a quote about um or somebody made mention of the pairing I on saw, sunday i saw it on, on twitter kyle porter from uh from cbs said you know if i were to tell you before the tournament started that the final pairing would be two people with the combined uh, nine majors and neither one of them would be rory or spieth <laughs> what what would you think you know and there you go right it's like holy cow nobody would have ever thought it was going to be phil and kepka you know kepka with the knee we don't know how he was and then we know nobody thought phil was going to be there but here we are nine majors going in and it's not speed and rory well i think you could have only came up with two other players to uh to, to, well, you, to but you get the point that. though you get the point yeah, though you no, say no, eight I, I, say six whatever right yeah no I, yeah. I totally get it but i mean i mean once you're at that high of a number there's only a handful of players you could have paired and and phil is one of the guys that would have had to have been in that equation to get to that number right so, definitely an unlikely pairing though for sure yeah um so so here's what i do want to know how much coffee was phil drinking the night before and the morning of because you and and i've was messaging some of my golf buddies, you know, there, and they were, they were obviously giving it back. Oh, who you got, who you got, you got Phil or you got lefty Phil or lefty. I'm like, well, I mean, not for nothing, but you know, you got Oosthuizen, uh, who else was kind of coming up? Casey, eh, he would, you know, he was kind of out of it. Uh, Abe answer. I mean, even though he did shoot a 65 on Sunday, he was kind of out of it. So, I mean, you had a handful of folks there that a very small handful that actually could have made a run for it, but, I'm thinking, is Phil nervous? Because it was definitely going to be a mental test, and I think it proved that uh, on Sunday, right? And and after Phil, so Phil bogeys the first hole, Brooks birdies it and takes the lead, first mm -hmm. hole, mm -hmm. right off Jump Street, right? So is 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 Phil melting down or is Brooks melting down? Well, I'll tell you when I saw that and I saw the swing there and I saw Brooks take the lead, I said, could this, could Brooks be off to the races? And this is just going to be a blowout because it could have been. Until he makes it to the second <laughs> hole and, and double bogeys, which, uh, you know, so, so there was, uh, I mean, it, it was like a little boxing match there for a little oh, while. I mean, yeah. kind of all the way through, but all I mean, it through. was, yeah. it was, uh, you know, I mean, it was just like uh, punch for punch and I wouldn't, I won't say there were a lot of punches thrown. What did they, uh, Phil plays at plus one on Sunday and Brooks plays at plus two. So definitely wasn't a lot of, uh, it wasn't heavyweight punches being thrown, if you will, until, and I, I did see a change in Brooks's game. I don't know if he's hurt. Uh, I'm sure that that's, that's probably going to be the storyline or, or what, uh, you know, what's going to be said. But after Phil chips in from that greenside bunker on number five, yeah. I'm like, eh, shit, this is it. Yeah. This, this, I mean, it's, you know, it, and it, no doubt. I mean, Phil, you know, you want to talk about short game. Uh, as our friend Tom Patry says, short game, short game, short game. And, you know, that's uh, that and that's what got it done. Right. I mean, it's a, you know, he he jars that one from the sand 
And from that point on, every time I saw Brooks Kepka hit a ball, it just looked like it looked like he had given up, like he didn't want to be there. Yeah. I mean, he was frustrated. He was, it sounded like you when we start the show. It was like, <sighs> and he was on there blowing. And I'm like, dude, you're, you're on the fifth, you're on the sixth tee box and you're already blowing. You're already given up. Uh, I, I don't know. I thought it was awesome. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm glad that it worked out. I know a lot of people wanted to see Kepka come out and respond. You and I both talked about it on the show last week. Didn't know what the knee was going to do. Didn't know if the knee was going to hold up uh let's just say i didn't see any problem from a ball striking standpoint well i didn't see any problem from a distance standpoint um i think the course was played uh i think it played uh, exactly uh you know when when uh, we were talking with pb and he was talking about how his dad set the course up his dad and mom set the course up uh you know to play the prevailing winds right you playing them to the east you playing them to the west and i think we got all that and I don't know, is this the lowest scoring tournament we've seen all year? I think so. It's six be. under could be, I think so. But, um, yeah, I thought it was good, man. Uh, I did. I was a little surprised by how many people were out there. Hold on a second. Um, the PB thing. So, uh, I did see DJ said on Tuesday that he was going to be hitting every club in his bag all week long. And that's exactly what PB said to us. He said his dad architected it. He said, I want them to use all the clubs in their bag. I want them to be strategic out here. I don't want them hitting the typical clubs. And what was Brooks hitting all day? Was it like a three iron he's hitting all day or something like that? Uh, it was some kind of a driving iron. Yeah, yeah it was like a three yeah. iron, I think. Yeah. 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 And Phil had like a, a two metal out there. He <laughs> had like a, a strong three wood or, a, yeah. or a, a, a lofted driver that he was hitting a lot. So yeah, that was great um, to see. It, yeah. Good. Good to see. Um, you know who probably is the most excited person out of this victory? Mm, I don't know who. Tiger Woods. You Tiger, saw the tweet. Oh, I did see the tweet. Yeah. Because Tiger's what, 46. So let's say we've got a year for him to recover. He'll be 47. That's three years. That's three years of majors that Tiger thinks he now, and I'm not saying he doesn't, I'm just saying that's three years of majors that Tiger now is like, hey, I've got 12 more majors that I can realistically compete in. Unbelievable. I mean, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. You were talking about the crowds, though. Yeah, well, the, I can't believe how many people were out there. So uh, for those of you that didn't know, golf is back mm. full bore. I mean, there was there was a gallery out there, and that's probably the first – real gallery that we've seen, uh, you know, since, uh, since, since things shut down last year, but, uh, but yeah, I, I was, uh, I mean, I kind of like seeing it. I don't know. Some of those people out there yelling some jackass things. It's kind of like, I, number one, I'm like, I don't even know what that means. And number two, well, let me think about it. And I'm like, yeah, it doesn't even make sense. I could only and, have uh, thought about what you were going to tell Phil, if he would have hit the ball near you where it like got picked up and put back down or whatever. They, everybody had to have their one liner there. Everybody was oh, doing yeah. You know what it is? You know, it's, it's like, Phil, 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 I'm good at three things, playing golf, talking golf. <laughs> Give him his own line back. <laughs> like, well, what, what's the third one? What's the third one? It's like, aha, aha. <laughs> oh, uh, man, that would have been yeah. good. No, I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking we got Phil and um, 
feeling Smoltz. I, I'm feeling like Smoltz called him and said, "Hey, buddy, I'm, I'm your guy for the next match." Absolutely, absolutely, I'm your guy. Feeling Smoltz versus uh, Peyton and uh, Romo or something like that. Yeah, I'm thinking you get Brooks back out there. I don't oh. know. You think you think you think Brooks is good? Brooksy and MJ. Oh, oh Brooksy I don't know. And that, MJ. That's probably a bad setup. I don't know if Phil would take that bet because mm. you know MJ is going to be asking for strokes out there. So I, I don't know if he's going to go for that. One so the PGA posted this though. Think about this. Phil, oldest golfer to become a major champion. Tom Brady, a couple months ago, oldest quarterback to ever become a champion. And Ooh. guess who played together in the match? Ooh. <laughs> Pretty interesting, right? Yeah. I mean, it's uh, is this is Vince McMahon? Does is he uh, is he on the board of directors for the PGA? <laughs> nice. I mean, these storylines are playing out just too damn good, man. Too U.S. Open hot the press here. This is a joke. You hot the press here. U.S. Open grants an exemption to Nick Faldo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, you, you never know. Hey, and guess who he's going to be paired with? He's definitely he's definitely. Turned of that one down hold on so all right so i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna bounce for a minute i'm gonna bounce to uh to somebody else that you were dogging him out oh no you dogged him oh, out no, so hard on no, the pot no i didn't so hard it, on the it pot. was just trying it was it was like in that uh in that uh tv show the one the karate kid one on netflix what they're called uh cobra kai it was like i was lighting the fire under the kid's shoe trying to get him going you know i was just oh, trying it, to light some fire for him that's it that's well, it well it, it worked <laughs> it did and, work and, and and as we discussed if if the wind really does pick up and the weather gets kind of nasty it this could work out in ricky fowler's favor and it did congratulations ricky fowler uh you made good use of your players exemption for the pga championship 100%. yeah uh coming in at t8 so i was uh, was very happy to see that you know so here's what i'm i was thinking i was thinking as they were playing through, you know we made the cut playing on saturday and so like man i bet ricky is so pumped i bet he is so stoked that he he's made the cut he's made good use of that exemption all of those naysayers like dan he's sticking it to the man he's like uh-uh hey i'm i'm in here made the cut line hey. and then on sunday and then on sunday a another christmas miracle happens <laughs> he gets paired with his bff he does it's almost like they rolled out the orange carpet for him <laughs> well he rolled the orange shirt out for phil definitely with, I mean, there were tears and there was there was ass grabbing going i mean there's all kinds of stuff happening on that 18th tee it couldn't have been couldn't have been happier i mean yeah but i so do you think ricky was more excited that Phil won the championship or that he got to play with his BFF at the championship on Sunday. Oh, he was 100% that Phil won because he sees himself, I guess, just based off the hug that he and Phil had, it was like, these are the commercial guys that are growing the game. It's, 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 it's Fowler. Yeah. It's Phil. It's that Arnold Palmer legacy. Like he sees himself in that camp. He doesn't have the victories to support it, but he sees himself in that camp. That's what I got out of that for sure. Yeah. Looked like, uh, yeah. And I mean, and Spieth actually, I mean, I'm sorry, Fowler played really good. So it'll be interesting to see where we get to, uh, get to over the weekend. Fowler played really uh, good. He needs to do more thumbs up though. Just like, just like Phil. This half is, thumbs. Half, half thumbs. Oh, half well, thumbs. If, you, if you do a half thumb, your thumb doesn't get so tired by the end mm. of the match. Okay. Half thumb. Half thumb. <laughs> uh, let's see. You got to touch on Louis O, man. Come on, that guy. He played good. He played good. Uh, Louis O played good. That, that dude's getting ready to pop. I, I've got a feeling. And it, I mean, I won't say that it, I don't think he looked labored out there at all. 
I think he uh, I think he looked really good out there, man. 71, 68, 72, 73, which there were plenty of people that uh, that struggled on. Uh, well, uh, over just the course of the week at uh, at the ocean course. But, yeah, I, I'm I'm not surprised to see him at T2. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, he, I thought it was awesome. He always plays well in the majors. Um, and I thought he could have made a real run at it on Sunday. Now, I'll tell you that when I look at this leaderboard, I don't remember seeing half of these guys take a shot on the CBS broadcast. I don't know how they're in the top 10 because I didn't I mean Big Beautiful. Do we watch any Big Beautiful on, on Sunday? Oh, well, like I said, uh, it's like, hey, guys, catch him on 18 when he's walking off the green. <laughs> catch him on 18. Uh, no, they were too busy showing Spieth shoot, uh, I don't know, like four over or something. So they're, they're like, hold, hold on, where's the Spieth cam? It's like, we need two cameras, guys. We need a Spieth cam, and then we need a camera for everybody else. Yeah. Big, beautiful T4. That's his best major performance, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Holy cow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And had a, I mean, I'll say a strong Sunday for what was out there. I mean, he shot, uh, shot a 70. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he, he made, you know, he gained all this ground on, uh, on Sunday, but, uh, but yeah, he looked good out there. Hands, hands in the air. I wish he'd start popping that collar. She'd start popping that collar, popping that collar. <laughs> Start popping it. That would uh, that would really get me going. Uh, uh, the tequila man see. did well. My gosh, he had a day, yeah. didn't he? We didn't see Six, any of that. Sixty-five. Yeah, it's like, hey, don't show. And I believe that was the low round of the tournament. It's like, hey, do not get any footage of low round of the tournament because Spieth is definitely not getting anywhere close to that. We mm-hmm. don't want to downplay Spieth. And mm-hmm. by the way, we are Spieth fans. We're also tequila man fans too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, trying to con- uh, yeah. I'm trying to convince uh, Dan to be a Ricky Fowler fan, but uh, he said orange really isn't his color. I am a Ricky Fowler fan. I am. I want to see him do well. And I actually think this, you know, we, you and I were talking is like over the last year, it's, you know, Rory's coming in hot uh, in, in 2020. And then, you know, with the comeback and starting at Colonial, he started to do the non-hot. And then you saw uh, DJ was coming in non-hot and then DJ gets hot. And then and Bryson got hot, like, you know, in, in the fall going into the, the spring of this year. And it's just, all these guys with their ups and downs or whatnot, I think it could be Ricky's time now where we might see him start to get back in form. It, it's very possible. Speaking of, you brought DJ up. I'm glad you did that. Uh, I can blame you for this. So who are you most surprised that didn't make the cut? Yeah, DJ's got to be. He's, he's a South Carolina guy, right? So it's right there in his home state. And home for him, state. Yeah. Home state. Now, when everybody's speculating, is there something wrong with him? Has he got an injury or something? You know, what's going on there? Uh, I was surprised to see JT miss the cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xander, I was pretty high on him. I thought he was going to make it. Those three guys are big misses. All three of those uh, guys are huge misses, yeah. Uh, let's see. I think... He didn't make it. Bubba Watson, he made the cut, but he finishes at 14 over. Bubba Watson did not make the cut. Yeah, he did. He did? I just saw his his name here. No, he finished 80th. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. I was just scrolling through here. He he shot plus 14, so that's probably why you think he didn't make the cut. Yeah, there you go. Uh, It was pretty much like not making the cut. Uh, Yeah, I don't know if any – I mean – as far as surprise goes, I don't know if I'm really surprised. Uh, Charles Schwartzel has been playing really well. He didn't make it. Uh, but, I mean, the course was playing tough, right? So, Kevin Na. Leish, Leishman. Th- Leishman was a big pick for a lot of people. Yeah. 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 But, uh, well, I was surprised. So, we talked about our one and dones. You picked Cam Smith. I picked Rory. And Oof. when I was looking for Rory, I was like, okay, 
just give me a top 10 for the one and done. That's all I'm looking at of him. I don't, I didn't think he was going to win again, but I was like, okay, he's probably going to be a top 10 guy. Cause Rory's in the store historically is like huge on top tens and majors or whatnot. So I was like, okay, I'll pick this guy considering what he did last time he was here. And the fact that he just won Wells. I'm like, he's in good form. He knows this place is going to do well. And oh my gosh. So I, I texted you after the first tee shot on Thursday. I said, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. No, I, I said both of our, I texted you back and I said, both of our one and dones are not going to make the cut. Gosh. Mm. And they did, <laughs> but they didn't do well. Yeah. Um, so it seemed like with Rory and I didn't get a good analogy on this, but with Rory with 10, it was like he, we were looking at 10. It wasn't like a peaceful hole, but holy cow, what he must've saw like demons and all kinds of stuff in 10. Cause he could not tee off on 10 the entire week. I think it was more like, how can I throw, <laughs> how can I throw this tournament and uh, get back home to the family without it looking like I'm throwing the tournament? That's a good point. All right. Can I, I'm going to ask you a question real quick and we'll get back to some players. Uh, what was your favorite, um, uh, let's call it the pip backfire. The pip backfire of the week, aka um, EVR breaking or, or demolishing the, uh, <laughs> the 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 T the T marker, Oops. or Oops. was it um, uh, Rom crushing a mic, or was Ooh. it Stenson breaking a club? What was your favorite uh, pip backfire? Wow, <laughs> <laughs> you say backfire? I don't know. I mean, well, I'm it's like, that's like they're going to get attention, but it really wasn't the attention got, of the, the player it, improvement they, program. <laughs> I know. Where, where's Vince McMahon? I want to ask him which one he set up. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's, it's gotta be, uh, it's gotta be Van Ruyen, uh, because it, and it wasn't the, it would, I mean, it was, I mean, he almost took the guy's head off. The caddy. Yeah. Yeah. Almost took his head off. I mean, that's gotta be, because at that point you put people's lives in danger. Mm-hmm. So, so for me, that was the one that's kind of like, Hey man, like you, you know, you took it a little too far there, buddy. Ron just, crushed just that down. mic. He crushed the mic <laughs> right out of the tee shot. <laughs> Uh, probably got some fines going out of they'll need that pimp to pay for those fines exactly it's, it's a fine fund uh, it they're, they're funding the pip <laughs> that's a good one i like that yeah one. it's like we're gonna we're gonna take all the fines and we're gonna fund the pip mm, mm. uh yeah so i don't know uh let's see Stuart sink may he's uh he's still coming on kind of strong uh, finished T30. Corey Connors. Finau, uh, man. That was, a, that was a silent T8, man. I don't think I ever saw Finau the whole time. Mm-mm. Keegan Bradley came out, uh, was shoot 69. He kind of shit the bed on uh, on Friday, but then, uh, you know, shoots level par for the tournament. Good. He's playing good. Uh, yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, lots of folks. That, Connors uh, was your first round leader. I thought he had a, t- had a chance to really do something here, you know, because um, he's been striking the ball so great, but he just couldn't, couldn't keep it together, yeah. Yeah, Friday. Uh, Friday got a hold of him. Yeah, I did. Yep. Uh, good enough, man. Congrats to Phil. And um, we're heading to Hogan's Alley. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So we got some guys that are playing again this week or whatnot. Phil's playing again this week. Can you believe that? Uh, see, here's what I, I know. He says he confirmed it. It wouldn't surprise me if Phil doesn't have a uh, have a late WD. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Well, let me, let me, hey, Phil, if you're listening, uh, take a page out of Lee Westwood's book. You're 50, and you just, uh, I mean, I don't, that may be the most pressure he's played under in quite some time. Uh, both one, I got to win the tournament. Two, I got to make sure Brooks Kepka doesn't beat me up. 
so yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, is it in Phil's best interest to play here? He, I think he won the tournament in 2010, I believe. So, you know, maybe, um, yeah, he's, he's all tied up with Brooks now. Yeah. Yeah. Two to so, two. Yeah. So maybe it's one of those, um, you know, he, he's hot, he's on a roll and Hey man, if he's feeling good, he's feeling good. So, uh, who else is showing up this week? Well, I uh, saw just- his sister tweet that, uh, they were having a family dinner a couple of weeks ago. And Phil said that his game was getting in form and that he felt really good. And then his brother piped up after that and said, yeah, Phil was, Phil was playing really good. Some of the best golf he's played in a while. And Phil said, I feel a victory coming on very soon. And this was a dinner a couple of weeks ago. This is according to his sister, which I believe. And it's like, I do believe he's been working really hard on this stuff. I mean, we saw him all winter with, uh, on Twitter with his speed drills and everything else. And it used to be bombs, 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 bombs. They were controlled, right? I mean, this is a different fill. If you get a fill that's yeah. got a controlled driver and that that kind of short game and putting, I mean, he could be dangerous. I mean, I don't know. Uh, what do you think? Is it, what do we? What do you see for Phil for the rest of the year? Is this a one-time thing, or is you think he's got something that's pretty interesting? Nah, I, I think we'll see. I don't. Uh, when I say contention, I don't know if we'll see him in contention for the win, but I definitely see. Uh, I definitely see him making cuts. Uh, if he plays with the mindset that he played, he's doing that. He's doing his yoga now. He's meditating. He, you saw him behind the glasses. He's got his eyes closed. You know, he's kind of see, seeing his way. Um, so, I mean, I, if he's if he's going to approach, I don't know what that does to you. I don't. Um, that's not the way I play golf. Uh, you know, it's like I'm, I play with a 12 pack and, uh, well, sometimes I do play with my eyes shut, but not, that's not the reason I'm not doing it because I'm meditating, but I mean, if he's going to play like that, well, we're going to be at Torrey Pines for the U S open right in his backyard. So I, you know, maybe, I mean, the man may be inspired. I mean, he's got the game. I think the course definitely played to his favor Hmm. in the sense that, I mean, it beat a lot of people up, right? I mean, he's uh, Phil's last major championship was the 2013 uh, British open. So, I mean, clearly he likes that link style, you know, windy type setup. So it does play to his favor. I think that when we get to some of these other courses, you know, is it going to play a little bit different? I mean, like, well, colonial this week. So he's won there before, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, this is a, uh, I I don't want to say it's a dated course, but it is definitely one back in the archives. I think it's one of the, I think it is the oldest course that they play on tour Mm -hmm. in the U S besides Augusta. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Yeah. Besides Augusta. Glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that it's, um, you know, I, I th- yeah, I think we've got, uh, we've got some more fill and, uh, some, some top tens are better. I, I can see that happening. The, um, do you think he's a Rolex ambassador? Do you think they were mad at him for wearing a vintage Cellini instead of wearing like one of the ones that's like uh, he's, he he just, he sports the Yacht Master rose gold on the Oyster Flex bracelet and not bracelet but Oyster Flex um, strap or whatnot. He's wearing the vintage one out there, and obviously he wears this one quite a bit. Do you think that maybe they wanted him to wear like a Daytona or something that's new? That he's, you can't he, necessarily get it, but anyway, you know. he dr- he's drinking forty thousand dollar bottles of wine out of the cup do you think he cares i'm just talking about royal rolex you think they're like hey come on phil it gets, puts up the number that we get people can actually go in the store and they, buy they, they don't even they don't even know what that is they can't even recognize it on your arm over there um so we had a lot of fun with phil over the last um last year 
we got something coming out later this week in terms of uh, PGA Jeopardy. We're going to release it on YouTube. And we might release it. We might release it on the pod. I'm not sure what not. But you got, we got a little contest with PGA Tour Jeopardy of who would be a good guest host for Jeopardy. Could be a front runner by now. He could be a front runner by now. And I also will tell you that over the weekend, it's funny because we had a lot of fun with Phil because last year after the match, okay, he's lost all this weight. He's sporting sunglasses. He's got a coffee company. He's doing trademarks on coffee. He's got new pants. A new. He's got the new, like I said, the new yacht master on the waster flex. He's got all this stuff. And it's like, is he going through a midlife crisis? Right? We did that. Like oh, a, he's, like he's moving to, and he's moving to Florida. And he's moving to Florida. So you can go compete over at Slaughterhouse 23 with MJ. And well, would you say compete? Do you mean like make donations? Donations. Yes, donations. <laughs> but we did that like a year ago. We did this thing. And all of a sudden, we get these started getting comments last weekend about like, eh, there's no midlife crisis. No midlife crisis. I'm like, oh, okay. This was a year ago, guys. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, so just to answer the question, yes, last year he was going through a midlife crisis. Apparently, his yogi has got him tuned in and uh the midlife crisis is over he's now moving into uh the next chapter of his life well so you know what's so interesting though like is phil the yin yang of what bryson's doing I, I mean that's an interesting take on it uh well i think that it possibly because i think he has to do it differently than bryson's doing it right so so bryson's young enough that he can kind of go through these through these developmental stages um you know i'm sure that uh well when we get um when we get tattersall on we'll have to talk about you know what were what was phil doing 30 years ago to improve distance you know and and, and those kind of things but you know i think it goes back to i mean look at phil and he's always had a good short game. Phil, when he's been hot, he's always putted really well. I mean, I guess you could say that for anybody that's winning, they've got to putt good. But you see Bryson working on distance, distance, distance. And if he's got a weak spot in his game, it's back to his short game. Yeah. And I think that that's something that Phil had. Now, I won't say naturally that he had the distance. I mean, that comes with technique. And again, swing speed is direct correlation to distance there. But it's something that, I mean, he's always been a bomber. And, you know, with the past two or three years, I mean, you've heard Phil talking about hitting bombs, hitting bombs, and hitting more bombs. And, you know, now he's kind of finessing it into, uh, I, I think he <clears throat> has kind of found that, that happy place where uh, the you know it, it's kind of working out now. And do you have to hit bombs if you're playing you know uh, your approach shots? You know, in the sense that he's playing them. You know, we talked to uh, Tattersall quite a bit about Bryson and his transformation and the gain, the weight gain, and then Phil is losing weight and everything. But I think it was. I'm gonna go back and try and find the clip, and I'll, I'll post it to uh, to the social and to and to Twitter, um, YouTube. But I think we talked to Tattersall. Was it Tattersall we talked to about Phil as well? And the jumping backwards when he's swinging? Because you yeah, heard yeah, Dottie, that, you heard yeah, Dottie yeah. on Sunday say, oh, I guess I guess the um, the balance isn't so important. And he's like, well, it was late in the round. And he had felt, like fell to the right or whatever, fell to the left, whatever it was when he did his tee shot. We talked to Tattersall about what he was doing there. And it doesn't matter where you're doing because the, the forces of what he's doing, when he's actually jumping backwards when he's swinging. And he's not going to be able to go backwards because of the, the the swing going forward or whatnot. I think we talked to Tattersall about that, right? Yeah, he was talking Yeah, he was talking about building that, uh, about you know pushing off the ground, right? Yeah. About pushing off and, mm -hmm. and building, you know, kind of generating that uh, that momentum, right? For that, for that force through. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's a... Uh, <laughs> 
shit, I guess I'm well, everybody else will be playing him going forward. So there you go. Phil, uh, Phil just became, uh, he just became chalk in all DraftKings lineup moving forward. I'm going to put him down for your one and done for the U S open where he said he doesn't need an exemption. He doesn't need it. No, thanks guys. I'm good. I'm good. And, and, and he didn't, he didn't give it to Ricky. Well, so speaking of, are you surprised that, um, so I'm, I'm, I'm fast forwarding on us a bit here. So you got JT, Jordan Spieth, Patrick Reed, Morikawa, defending champion, Daniel Berger. And uh, I'm, I'm scrolling through these names here. And guess who doesn't have a ticket yet to the U.S. Open? And guess whose name I don't see in the field yeah. for Colonial? Yeah, it's, it's surprising to me. I thought that after that kind of finish last week, you'd see him in there this week. I know he played last week as well, right? But I don't think he made the cut. He didn't. So, you know, when, when you got that, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest here, and I don't want this to come across as like, Jay, you know, like, like that mean. But when you're, when you're doing his calendar, you're counting to play through the weekend or whatnot, but he's, he's records so much in the off weeks, right? There's like, it's like 28 days a year. He said in an article in golf digest or something that there was 28 days a year. So if he doesn't make the cut, I guess it's just free time, but maybe he doesn't have the opening in his calendar to be able to go play this week, but he should likely be playing this week considering he didn't play the full four rounds last week. You think? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd, I'd get that schedule too. Hey, ask for Stuart Sink's calendar. Yeah. Just copy it. Just copy it. Copy and paste. <laughs> copy and paste. I'll right. invite you. Trust me. Well, that'll, that's a good wrap on the PGA Championship. I thought was outstanding. Yes. Um, and what a year it's been, right? You had to call Morikawa last PGA Championship in, um, was it August or something like that? Puts him on the map. Then you got PC Harding Park. Then yeah. you got um, was it the next one was Bryson at the U.S. <laughs> Open. Yeah, huge. Then you got uh, DJ, DJ, DJ at the Masters. Then Hideki. And then Hideki at the Masters. How weird is that to say yeah. the Masters and then the Masters? Yep. That's kind of funny. And, but but brings us to brings us to we are showing up in Texas at the uh, at the restart of golf in 2020. I mean, we've made it back. We've made it back. Uh, I don't want to say that it's a little deflated, but let's just say there are not as many people as anxious to get back out on course as there was in 2020. I'm going to give you a half a thumb. I'm going to say, <laughs> hold that thought, guys. We will be right back with our fantasy picks and predictions for Colonial. Hey guys, it's Matt King with Libra Sport Distillery. I'm the director of distillery operations here, and you're listening to Birdies and Bird. Welcome back to the show. We are refilled. Dan has his half thumb up so it doesn't get sore. <laughs> and uh, hey, we're off to Hogan's Alley this week. We're heading to Colonial Country Club in Fort Worth, Texas. We'll be playing at 70, uh, playing a par 70. Uh, man, the yardage goes down drastically, playing just over 7,200 yards. Bermuda grass, fairways. We're on bent green greens, which, uh, by the way, you know, when they first put these bent greens in, uh, when they built this course, a lot of speculation on whether that those bent greens, the bent green grass was going to hold up in the, in the Texas heat, which it has. So there you go. Um, let's see, uh, it mentioned Hogan's alley, uh, five-time colonial winner, Ben Hogan. This was his home course. I think, uh, who else is a 
guy there. Ryan Palmer's a member. Um, we got uh, Jordan Spieth won this in 2016. He's got two runner-ups and two top tens. Uh, so it should be a fun tournament. Again, it's going to be a little – I don't want to say it's going to be a weak tournament. It's going to be a diluted field from what we saw after the return in 2020. This was the first trip back from the COVID break. So uh, so it's going to be really interesting, right? So last year uh, – let's see. Let, let me uh, – who were our previous winners? Obviously, Berger won in 2020, Kevin Nine, 19, Justin Rose in 18, Kevin Kisner in 17. I don't know what's going on with his game. Uh, and Jordan Spieth again in 2016. So what was kind of unique about last year? So it was Colin Morikawa's first trip to the uh, to the event, and there were no grandstands there. And I think that's probably the first time a lot. So, like, so imagine this: you're you're seeing the course for the first time. You're seeing the a, a course for the first time with no grandstands in a uh, in a PGA match. So I don't know what that's going to do to some of those folks that uh, that were first time players there from a championship perspective. Because if you had a chance, and if you're listening to this or watching this. Uh, well, you damn sure watched the U.S. Open at Kiowa, and man, are the fans back. The galleries mm, are, are back, back in full force. Uh, I mean, I remember even last year, so with the houses on the course at Colonial, they still, you know, there were still people there. Obviously, they weren't allowed on course, but there were people, you know, that, that lived there. Maybe they rented courses, what have you, but um, uh, who else is going to be there? Uh, Gary Woodland's going to show up again. That guy's playing really well. Phil Mickelson, uh, you think he's playing well, Dan? Yeah, I think so. And uh, 2012 champion Zach Johnson will be there also. Let's talk about a couple of the notables that are in the field. I believe we've got 20 of the top 50 players that are showing up. Uh, 24 of the top 50 that are showing up. Um I mentioned JT, mentioned Morikawa, lost in a playoff last year to Daniel Berger. Uh, Xander Shoffley is not going to be playing there. That must have rubbed him the wrong way last year when he missed that putt to miss. Mm, some bad feelings, some the, bad feelings, bad memories. It's like, I don't oh, want yeah, my psyche yeah. all messed up. Yeah. Memories, mm -hmm. sweet memories. Uh, who we got? Patrick Reed, Finau, Berger, Billy Horschel, Abe Answer, Westwood, Sunjay, Scotty Scheffler, Jordan Spieth, of course, uh, Yako, Will Zalatoros, Louis O. Louis oh, yeah. O. Is it, does Louis O get it done this week? Ryan Palmer, as I mentioned, he's a member there. Kevin Na, Kokrak, Corey Connors, Rose, previous winner, Sergio Garcia, previous winner, Matt Kuchar, and Siwoo Kim. Siwoo could be coming in hot with a little break. Uh, could see something pretty fantastic out of that guy. Who else is coming in? Uh, players that have finished in the top 15. In last year's event, uh, well, I'll just read some new names to you. Uh, uh, maybe Sunjay, uh, Poston, Cam Champ. Cam Champ make the cut last week, Dan? Nope. Patrick Rogers, Rory Sabatini. Man, did we hear some good stories at TPC Sugarloaf about Sabatini? Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> Peter and, and Peter Uline. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. What else do we need to cover about the course? I don't know if we need to cover anything else about the course, really. Are we sure Louis uh, O is playing? I'm not sure if he's playing. I, 
Uh, I'm not seeing him. I think he might have dropped. All right, he may he may have dropped down. He said that T two is good enough for him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. So, you know, this is going to be another one of those courses. So as I mentioned, you know, Hogan's alley, you know, this is, um, this is definitely, uh, uh, an antique on the PGA tour. Uh, lots of tree line, fair fairways, lots of dog legs, probably why you're not going to see some of the bombers electing to play here. Um, it's going to be a ball strikers course that second shot in. So 150 to 200 on the approach shots are going to be key. Scrambling is going to be key. Patrick Reed. I'm sure he's going to be chalk this week. And, uh, the horrible horseshoe is going to reap its. Yeah. On three, four and five. Um, yeah. So I don't know. We will see. I guess that's why you're looking at Berger and Morikawa in the playoff last year, uh, kind of getting it done. So I don't know. You're surprised DJ's not showing up here to play. He must be hurt. He really uh, must well, be hurt. a lot of people are resting for Memorial, even though DJ didn't play well at the Memorial last year, right? Uh, that was one where I think he played two rounds and he was see you later, right? Yeah. So, which is interesting, right? Because you know Phil's playing the Memorial. Mm hmm. So, I mean, like, what, like, how many weeks in a row is Phil going to play? And then, we, uh, what are we, three weeks out from the U.S. Open? I mean, when's, when's break time for Phil? I guess after Memorial, he'll take a break. But, I mean, it, it's, you bring up a good point, um, which is the, one of your best ones for the year so far. And that is, like, hey, take a page <laughs> out of Lee Westwood's book and take a break. Take a page out of his book and take a break. You don't want to get burned out, Phil. Yeah, I mean, what, what, I don't even, I don't know what the odds are on this. Would it, guess, what, guess the odds. What's the what are the odds that someone has a back-to-back -back win on the PGA tour? I'm not talking back-to-back -back, like on, or for a specific tournament. I'm talking week one and week two, a back-to-back -back win. It, it just this it, doesn't it, happen. Doesn't yeah, happen. it's not going it, to, I mean, I'm going to say it's not going to happen. And I'm, uh, I'm, I'm betting the farm on Phil this week. Can I, can I inject one, one comment I forgot to make in the first segment? Do you think, um, the fellows on the Champions Tour last week said, oh, shit. Yes. <laughs> well, Scott McCarron's coming on for a tasting, so we're going to find out. We're going to get it from, from last year's um, uh, Champions Tour champion. We're mm -hmm. going to find out exactly what he said when he saw Lefty. And did you notice, hey, so it's kind of funny what a few years do to you. Uh, there was no jumping Phil after this victory. Mm -mm. It was just arms raised Phil. <laughs> no jumping. No, not, not at that age. Not at that age. You don't jump anymore. You just you just lift yourself up. Mm -hmm. uh, could Phil go down as the best champions player ever? Oh, shit. I don't know. Is he going to trump Miguel? I mean, well, I mean, in terms of victories. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I could see that happening. I yeah. mean, he's going to run yard on those guys for the first two or three. Well, here's the thing. It depends because as Phil, I mean, because after this weekend, I'm answering my question. The answer to my question is absolutely not. Is Phil going to leave the PGA Tour and go to the championship. I mean, he's pretty much exempt from whatever he wants to play in for the next, what, two to three years. Well, he gets five year exemptions for the big mage for the four big ones. Yeah, right. I know. So then tell me who's going to turn him down. If he wants to show up at the tournament and play, <sighs> he, he, he may, he, it ain't going to happen, but it's number one and number two for PIP is, um, tiger and Phil <clears throat> Okay, tiger, Tiger, I'll call the top three. Tiger, Phil, Ricky Fowler. 
top three. And I don't, I don't know if that's current or not. It depends but, on how uh, big this uh, purse is going to get for the PIP. Because Phil could start like you know a Starbucks competitor called Phil's Place, and it can, <laughs> <laughs> it can tweet at me, tweet at me, <laughs> get a free cup it's of like, coffee. Uh, it's like Phil's coffee; it makes you jump. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i don't i don't do that that's yeah we're uh we're off on a, we're off on uh, tangent yeah we're, which we, we're we, ran, we, we do from time to time so no but that but i think that i mean that's well what's gonna have to, what's gonna happen they're gonna get the players union together and they're gonna have to it's like hey go ahead and give these three guys their four million dollars just give it to them and then take the rest of the purse and split it up amongst everybody else. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, I, I don't, I mean, it's not even, I don't want to say it's not fair because here's the one thing that gets me about Phil is Phil is portrayed like it's like, think about tiger versus Phil. Okay. Tiger is portrayed as this. Uh, he doesn't want to talk to media. He's not a nice guy. He doesn't like you. He's not going to engage with you. He's not going to do, you know, and then, and then you've got the whole every day Kepka's chasing Phil through the parking lot, asking him for an autograph. And he's like, get that kid away from me. That's I'm hilarious. trying to play golf. Here. I'm in my, I'm in my office. Why is he bothered? No, but Phil's portrayed as like that guy guy mm -hmm. he's like the every he's like the <clears throat> commoners golfer you know and it's like oh by the way no 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 i don't want the thousand dollar bottle of wine give me the forty thousand bottle <laughs> and just dump it just dump it in the cup just dump you know, it in the and, cup and he's yeah he's i gotta get one i gotta get a fake um Claire gotta get, we gotta get, or, or we, the, we gotta get oh, some fake wanamaker yeah we gotta get a fake wanamaker actually mm. we could just get the wanamaker maybe they'll send it over for a show maybe they'll uh, send it over for a show but you see we saw tigers tweet to him and we'll get back on topic right here what do you think jay monahan's uh text to phil was great job phil you'll never feel that feeling on the pgl <laughs> No, I think he sends, he did, all he sent was dollar signs. Cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. I mean, the storyline couldn't have worked out better. No, it's awesome. It's awesome. Yep. Couldn't have worked out better. All right, back to Colonial. All right, so uh, let's see. No surprise. Is anybody surprised to see the golden boy? At the mm -mm. top of the leaderboard, mm -mm. At, the, at the at the at the top of the uh, at the top of the set. So here we go, ten thousand dollars and up. We got Jordan Spieth, JT, Colin Morikawa, Patrick Reed, and Daniel Berger. I I'm completely fine with every single person in the ten thousand dollar and up range, and I think they deserve it. However, I'm going on the record to say that Jordan Spieth is going to have the best two weeks of his life because he is going to get to play with his two BFFs <laughs> in professional tournament golf. If they do not put Jordan Spieth and JT in a pairing on Thursday, I, I may give up. I'm, we're going to go to uh, birdies and bowling. <laughs> and I don't know shit about bowling, but I don't, hey, but I don't know that much more about golf either. So I'm, ju I'm just saying. That's going to be a I'm great pairing. Saying. Yeah, I think you're right. I think Fowler and Speeth had a great time out there on Sunday. And I think they will pair JT and Speeth together this week. And so, yeah. you know what else? I hope they put Colin Morikawa and Daniel Berger together in a pairing. Mm -hmm. Last year's playoff, letting them tee off together first thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is, I'm telling you, this is like, this is world wrestling mm -hmm. i don't know what they're called now the federation experience whatever whatever the the uh the last uh uh the, the last name is for that this is totally vince mcmahon set up right here all day long you that's don't good. get better storylines than this that's good that's good i want to see i want to see that more caliber burger pairing for uh, sure uh, if, you, if you're gonna put a third in there he put it in there I'm thinking, Xander's uh, not here, so. 
No, well, you, so, well, you got Patrick Reed. Who are we pairing him up with? Patrick Reed and um, uh, go ahead and throw Zalatoris in. Put the two Texas guys up there. I mean, oh, he, yeah. he's not in the ten thousand dollar range. But go with Tequila Man. Mm-hmm. You got, you've got all these Texas guys, dude, that are in the top. Uh, what are they? Seven or eight people. We need to ask um, Kez if he's had uh, if he's played around with answer because you know like, like you're saying that'd be great to hear because Kez is such a bourbon guy. I'd like to hear if he's oh, talked yeah. to uh, answer about the tequila. Oh yeah, tequila. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm I'm with you on the first round here. I think uh, Speed Thomas Morikawa and Reed. I think Morikawa has been really strong lately. Played well, really well here last uh, last tournament. Uh, I think him and Spieth are the two guys I, I would I would lean towards here would be Morikawa and Spieth. Uh, so is everybody else. Don't okay. worry. Okay. Uh, I mean that. No, I mean those guys are going to be heavy chalk, man. Right. I mean mm-hmm. those, those are. Uh, so I, I think you got Spieth and more. I think Morikawa from his from last year uh, just placed T eight at PGA T seven at RBC, which I think this course is going to play kind of the RBC kind of setup. T eighteen at the Masters for Morikawa. Uh, T41 at the players and he won uh, the WGC Mexico. I mean, I, okay. The players, but I mean, there was a lot of people that surprised us at the players. So uh, yeah, you, you can't really argue with anything that Morikawa was doing there. Speeth at 11,200. The good news is, I mean, there's a lot of people down in the six and $7,000 range that you can really capitalize on, I think are really good values. So, you know, I think there's plenty of room to put Speeth in. It's just how many people are playing speed, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, strokes gain total, he's ranked number one. So that, that kind of says it all. So, uh, and he just won the Valero here, what, four week, four or five weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and he's had plenty of rounds at Colonial and has a good track record here. And as mentioned uh, previously, you know, Colonial is one of those places that track record tends to, uh, tends to lean in favor towards the next winner at colonial jt uh his putter is uh he what last 24 rounds he's losing almost four and a half strokes putting so if he gets the putter kind of rain back in i mean you probably got something there jay oddly i mean that's and missed the cut last week so if i'm fading somebody out of this group i'm actually probably fading jt i mean out of uh, out of that one because reed's been playing uh, really well as well he's been he's well, been yeah yeah and and i think this is going to be total uh the, <clears throat> i think short game is if he's if he plays well uh, if his short game shows up, he's ranked number one in putting, uh, 10 strokes gain in his last 24 rounds. So I think that that's, uh, you know, I mean, what more can you say, man? You just, if, if the flat six stays hot and uh, he's ranked 10th around the greens at that, I mean, that can get it done for him. So yeah. uh, Berger around the greens, you know, he's, he's losing strokes, but uh, again, you know, in, in short form, you know, where he's at, T75 at the PGA, T3 at the Nelson, T13 at Heritage, missed the Masters, and T9 at the Players. So, I don't know. I'm not surprised if Berger does something once again. Are you doing different screens today? Because your delivery is so much better than it's been the past year. Oh, by the way, yeah, I'm taking a look at <laughs> Hey, So, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on FantasyNational.com. And uh, so, here's what I've learned. Here's what I've learned. So, uh, we got to get we got to get the moose on the show to go through this Fantasy National stuff. But uh, I'm looking at Sneak Peek. So, if you haven't looked at Sneak Peek, man, it is so – I don't have to bounce around between all these screens. I can pull this one screen up. It gives me a model ranking. It gives me uh, strokes gained. I'm looking at – 
past 24 rounds. I don't know how Dan's probably looking at who knows how many rounds he's looking at. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, it's a really, really concise view of what's happening. Now, what it doesn't show me is uh, what their track record is here, but that's a pretty easy click. So now I can just bounce between one and two. And on a more positive note, you know what this allows me to do, Dan? Sip more? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, look at that. Mm-hmm. Clouds my judgment. That way, maybe I don't go with uh, what I would typically go with, and it might improve <laughs> my winning. By the way, how much money did you gain on me from uh, from your – what did you get? You got like $2,000 on me last week or something? I think it was four smackaroos, 4K, oh, 4K. Don't, don't spend it all in one place. I'll, I'll get you a cheap bottle of wine. When you pick, when you pick like the, the number one guy on DraftKings and you get $4,000 more than the mullet boy in this whole video, here we go. Uh, all right. So, well, hey, who do you like in the ten? Who do you like in the ten thousand plus range? And are you picking somebody from there? Ten thousand plus range? I just told yeah. you I like Spieth and uh, I like Reed. Or uh, Spieth and Morikawa, but I like Reed as well. But uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of Berger has been. He's been. I just had him up here, but he's been kind of hit or miss, right? Um, so you just went through some of these, but yeah, Berger. I mean, he's been playing. He's been playing good, but it's been hit or miss. So seventy fifth, the miss cut, and you know, there's some other things in there. But I, I like I like Speed and Morikawa right now. But after that, I like Reed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, I totally agreed. All right, so nine thousand dollars. We got uh, Willie Z, Tequila Man, Tony Finau, Scotty Scheffler, Texas guy, Corey Connors, a. Uh, Yako, Gary Woodland, which uh, you've been hot on Gary Woodland here lately. Mm-hmm. Sanjay Kokrak. Uh, Kokrak is the one that's kind of throwing me off in this one. Uh, T49 at the PGA. T13 at Valspar, and I do kind of like him on these Texas courses. I think he shows up mm-hmm. there. Uh, and and for the model ranking, he is uh, he is seventh in the model ranking here. Around the green, he's losing uh, four and a half strokes, so that's kind of the spot that would where I would kind of lean away from him. Yeah. Uh, even though I do like him on these Texas courses, who do you like in the nine thousand dollar range, Dan? Well, one of these days they're going to ask Willie Z for his PGA cards. You know, I think it's in the car. I think it's in the car. Where's where's my PGA card? You know, but no, seriously, no, no, when no, is no. he? When he's is got he? a fake one. He's got a fake one. He's got a fake ID. <laughs> but no, seriously, when is he going to get the PGA card? I mean, he keeps placing like top ten in all these majors. Give him the damn card. Uh, uh, let's say T eight at PGA, T seventeen at the Byron, missed the Wells, T forty two at RBC, second at the Masters. Oh, real quick, um, because this, we we do this all the time. Is Phil a lock in now for the Ryder Cup this year? Yeah, shit. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think I think he'll go in as a co-captain and an alternate. Mm. Mm. You hater. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Willie Z. I love Willie Z, man. I think uh, I don't see any history here, but I can guarantee he's played this place, and um, you know, in his, uh, his amateur days. But it's T eighth. Uh, 17th, missed the cut at Wells, 42nd, 2nd, 23rd. I mean, this guy's just been on fire. He's one of the best iron players in the game. And uh, this putter, man, it's Willie Z's putter. If he can get the putter turned around, he's in good shape. He's been in good shape anyway, <laughs> even without the putter. That, that's that exactly. I rest my case, Your Honor. Exactly. Uh, answer has been on straight fire. So I like Zalatoris and Answer. I'm mean, picking the two most expensive guys here, but seriously, Scheffler. Has been hit or miss. Finau, 
again, I didn't even see him take a swing last week, and he was like T eighth. Um, Connors faded last week. He's been really hot. I mean, this is a really good category. I told you I like Gary Woodland, and I, I just like what I've been seeing from him lately, man. He's you know last year he was a T nine here, right? Mm-hmm. And last week he finished 38th. Uh, he was fifth at Wells. He missed the cut at the Valspar, 40th at the Masters, sixth at the Valero. I, I think we're showing signs of life. He only played. He only played this course once in in, in tournament, and he finished T9. And I don't think he had his best game. I like him here. I like I like him here. Uh, so I like I like Zalatoris. Answer. I like Woodland. Who do you like? I like Answer and Neiman. Hmm. Okay. Answer and Neiman. Neiman's going to get that putter on. I that he's definitely going in my lineup. I know we're not supposed to say that, but uh, yeah, I, I like uh, I like Yako. I think he's got T thirty at PGA, T eighteen at Wells Fargo, T eight at Valspar, Texas Mang, uh, T forty at the Masters, and T twenty five at the Honda. That's a little dated, but. Uh, it is the past 24 rounds around the green. He absolutely sucks, but, uh, you know, he's ranked 20th on approach. And when you're putting that good, it doesn't really matter. So yeah, those are, those are my guys. Uh, I, I also do like Woodland. I think that's, uh, that's an extremely solid play here, even though recent form, when you're looking at him, well, I shouldn't say recent form. Let me, let me, let me scratch that. If you go back prior to, and he plays T six at the, uh, at the Valero, and uh yeah the valero texas open but i I think the woodland thing i don't know what was going on he i think he had a wrist injury or something that was happening there so maybe that's part of it but uh yeah woodland would would be the one i would kind of follow up with if i was short on cash but uh yeah i mean i i could i could easily steer clear of everybody above ten thousand dollars and pick my horses from this nine thousand dollar category and have a real actually i did that and have a really solid, what I think is a really solid lineup. Yeah, I think if you start in the $8,000 range we're getting ready to get to and and pick some from the nine, I think you could have some really solid lineups. The lineups are going to make some money for sure. Those those, uh, those top five or six guys are all going to be chalky for sure. Yep. Uh, $8,000, Jay Rose, previous winner, Billy Ho, Charlie Hoffman. He loves Viva La Tejas. He <laughs> loves Texas. Uh, Ryan Palmer, he's a member there. Ryan Palmer's really backslid, though, from, you know, when we were in yeah. Hawaii at the beginning of the year, man, I mean, that guy was just, uh, he was just getting it done. Even this and, time last uh, year, because he did well at Colonial. I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's no, the not Colonial. He did well at the, at the Memorial. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, to the point it, it's, you know, he's, I, I don't know. I mean, he's, uh, he's definitely a little long in the tooth, um, longer in the tooth than many of the other folks that we mentioned. So I don't know, is it a, is it a timing thing on how much you're playing? You know, that kind of, you know, under tournament pressure, not pressure from a mind standpoint. I mean, just the grind, right. Of having to go through and get things fixed and every shot's got to be good. Uh, lefty. Lefty. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, Kevin Na, previous winner. Kevin Streelman, which uh, placed T8 at the PGA Championship. Matt Wallace. Cameron Tringali. I'm making sure I don't cheat and go too far ahead. And Brian Harmon, which uh, Brian Harmon missed the cut at the PGA, but I kind of like Brian Harmon here. I think he had pretty good results uh, last year. At this, I mean, I think he's got a good track record here. I tell you, I'm getting, um, I'm feeling that the Roseman is is getting it together. So, 
Last week, you saw a little bit of him at the PGA, finished eighth, which is strong. Seventh at the Masters. He missed a cut at the Valspar between those two events there. 54th, WGC Mexico, missed a cut at the RSM. But again, last couple starts, besides the Valspar, eighth and seventh at the Masters and the PGA. I feel like he's getting it together. He's when he was hurt there a little bit in the middle of that two. And he plays well here. You said he won this and then he was T, what, three last year or something like that? Uh, nah, maybe. I don't see it yet, but maybe. Oh, I'll tell you. I'll give you a solid maybe. No, I'll tell you. Uh, Charles T3 Schwab last year, yeah. T58, and he won in 2018, yeah. Right. That was yeah. T3 last year at the Charles Schwab when he wasn't playing very well in an insanely more competitive field here. Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, no doubt uh, that's, that's he could be solid... He could be deadly this week, Rose. They have playing Rose for sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Billy Horschel, T38, T19, T34. Uh, I mean, Billy Ho's playing good, but uh, I mean, I think he's actually playing really good. I mean, yeah. this, this may be some of the best golf he's been playing. T23 at PGA. Just ask him. Just ask him. T25. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, does he want to talk. Uh, T25 at Her- uh, Heritage. T50 at the Masters. Uh, around the greens, kind of struggling. Um, but, yeah, other than that, I mean, he's a solid performer. At, you know, he's ranked 25 in, our, in my model. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, Charlie Hoffman, baby, give me, give me Charlie Hoffman, and I, I maybe, I may be changing. I may, I've got my one and done written down twice. I may be changing it again. Could be Charlie Hoffman. Don't write it down yet because I'm not, I'm not saying that it is. He's ranked third, strokes gain total. Uh, he's third on approach. And uh, I don't, you know, he's kind of middle of the road and everything. Well, around the green, he's ranked 28th. He's middle of the road, everything else. T17 at the PGA, T18 at the Valspar, T18 at RBC, second at the Valero Texas Open. That's why I may be changing my mind. And uh, yeah, I, I like Charlie Hoffman here. I think this could actually be. Uh, what's his history? So he missed the cut last year. Hey, it's okay. There were no grandstands. There were any patrons there. It's a completely different course this year. Could be something different, but at, at the Schwab, he's T 13 and 19 T 52 T 24 and T 42. So, all right. Is he winning? No, he's not, but uh, pretty damn good though. Absolutely. No, it's a good pick. It's a good pick. Um, I'd watch out for Kevin Na here. He's won this, right? Uh, so he missed the cut in 2020, mm-hmm. uh, but I think he had just, I, I didn't, he just hurt his back coming he off of some, shadow Creek or something like that. I think he had an didn't injury. He, yeah. Th- didn't he play like one of those matches or something celebrity at shadow Creek and he picked a kid up or something, or am I something. thinking of something? Totally- I think so. Yeah. I think there, there was something, something. happening anyway. Yeah. So he missed the cut in 2020, but he won it in 19 fourth in 18 and T 42 in 16. He didn't play in 2017. So <clears throat> Yeah, I think Kevin Na is sneaky good here. I've got Nichol- I've got this yeah. uh, fantasy national on Colonial last twenty four rounds, and Kevin Na is second uh, shots gained total, first tee to green, first ball striking, thirty fourth off the tee, first on approach, thirteenth in putting. I mean, he is just a knockout. Yeah, you cannot like, avoid you cannot ignore him this week for sure. Yeah. Okay, no, are you going. kidding me? Even though he missed the cut at the PGA, which I was surprised. I thought that would set up really well for him. So yeah. Um, Let's see. I don't know. Phil, are you playing? It says he won the PGA championship. Are you going to talk about him a little bit? <clears throat> I think we talked about him enough. I mean, 
I think he's going to be tired. That's what I think. But he's got the coffee, so who knows? I mean, I don't know. I think he should be taking uh, the Lee Westwood approach, and I think he should be getting, uh, yeah, get get your ass to Southern California or uh, Southern Florida or anywhere, 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 anywhere except for Texas, man. I mean, go to – because I really could see him being a contender at, um, at the U.S. Open. Yeah, I do too. If he played the same game, I yeah. could see that. But he's going to show up to Memorial, and then it's uh, – there's a lot of tournaments that – I mean, he ain't taken off between the Memorial and uh, the U.S. Open. He's going to play what's, – what's in between Memorial and Open? Uh, uh, what is it, work day? No, work day is not this year. Uh, so Memorial is next week. So it'd be the week 22, uh, 23, um, Canadian open. Okay. So he's going to take that off for sure. Yeah. Is one week enough. I, I don't know. I think he's going to be tired, man. We'll see. We, hey, if not, we're getting some of that damn coffee. I can tell you that. Keep you awake for the show. <laughs> Randomly. What, what's the schedule look like now? Stat. Stat. <laughs> uh, let's see. So Strillman T8 last week. I mean, he kind of play, played pretty good. I like good. Strillman. I'm a, he gets me. I, I, play, I play him quite a bit in lineups. I like Strillman. Yeah. He's a good player. Uh, probably fading Matt Wallace this week and uh, Tringali. I don't know. You got two missed cuts. Then you got Valspar T3, Texas Open <clears throat> T9, Honda T13. Uh, I don't know what's going on there. I see. I, I got 22 uh, rounds under his belt here at Colonial, and I see a lot of red. Uh, I think I'm going to avoid yeah. that one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Brian Harmon, I do like here. He did miss a cut at the PGA, but T18, Wells Fargo, T13 at Heritage, T12 at the Masters, and T3 at the Players. So his last five rounds, my, well, let's go last four minus the PGA Championship. He is T18 or better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, he's a, he's I like a, he's a player. here all a, day, man. Especially all this day. type of course, all day, right here. Yep, this is his. This is exactly what built for him. All right, seven thousand dollar range. Oh, of course, he's going in my lineup. Uh, so, Brent Snedeker, Emiliano Grillo, Matt Jones, Keith Mitchell, which uh, he didn't make it last week. Ian Poulter, KH Lee, that victory. KH uh, Lee uh, pulled out. Yep. He, uh, DD, oh, he, yeah. he is out. Yeah. Okay. Yep, um, yep. Chris Kirk has an outstanding track record here. Matt Kuchar, I think he missed a cut at the, P he missed a cut at the PGA. Lee Westwood, uh, way too many weeks in a row. Siwoo Kim, he had a weekend off, uh, which could be a good thing. Peter Uline, even though, yeah, he's still struggling. Sergio, he had a weekend off. Brendan Grace, uh, he was starting off having a really good week. And yeah, that he was. out for him. Uh, Cameron Davis, HV3. I could see him kind of turning it on here. Mm -hmm. Camilo Villegas, Joel Damon. Uh, all right, we don't need to read them. Who do you like in the $7,000 range? Well, I know you like Schneds. So last 24 rounds here, 7900 bucks. A lot of green you're seeing. Shots gained total, 12th, 25th, tee to green, uh, 37th off the tee, 4th around the green, 64th uh, on approach, 14th in putting, 5th in DK points. I think you like him here. I think he played him here last year. Uh, you know, the good news about having Sneds here and his off the tee be sucking is uh, you don't have to hit a lot of uh, fairways. Well, if you don't hit a lot of fairways and you're still scoring well, 
this course could actually set up pretty good for you. So T17 at the Nelson, T11 at the Valspar, and T6 at the Texas Open. He's another guy. Like anytime you see, yeah, I hear Texas, I'm always looking for Sneds and the Hoff. The Hoff, yeah. Always looking for him. I think Cooch could hunt. He could hunt here, man. I think he's the last 24 rounds for Cooch at Colonial. Third shots gained total, ninth tee to green, 16th ball striking, sixth uh, short game, 15th off the tee, 22nd approach, eighth in putting, eighth in DK points. And that's a lot of rounds, but that's a lot of years. But he likes the course, and his game is showing uh, signs of improvement in terms of just being in form, right? So if you look, I think he missed the cut last week. Uh, but then 17th at the Byron, 18th he at did. RBC. Missed the cut at the Masters, 12th at Valero. So you see, there is some sporadic, there's some miscuts in there, but in between the miscuts, you got a 17, 18, 12, 12. So I think, I think, I think you could play here. I think he, I think you could be good. He's another, I think he likes these Texas courses. So that yeah. sets, uh, sets up well. Uh, Siwoo Kim had the weekend off, got plenty of rest, uh, mm-hmm. 55 at the Nelson. And where's your other Texas course? T twenty three at the Valero. So Siwoo Kim, I'm sure he will be a hot play here. Um, who else? Sergio. Whoo boy. Hut. Because <laughs> they just keep going down the line, man. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know where what's going on with Sergio right now. I mean, he was on a little bit of a hot streak there at the beginning of the year, but T uh, nine at the Players. That's the last time he didn't miss a cut. So could bode well for him. I mean, he's another guy that plays well in Texas. So uh, you could get something out what of him. What do you think about Grillo? Uh, not much. That's why I skipped over. Okay, well, I got him. But, so uh, no, no, yeah. <clears throat> so last week. Of course, I tell you, I got him. I close the screen and I bring it back up again. But last week he was 30th at the PGA. He lost shots off the tee. He gained seven and a half shots on approach. He gained 1.3 on putting. And then at Wells, he was 14th. He missed a cut at the Valspar. Second at RBC. Sixth at Coria, um, uh, Corrales, Puticana. Missed a cut at the Players. 21st, uh, API, 11th, Puerto Rico. So if you look at this, he's got a couple missed cuts in there, but you got a, you got the 38th last week, which again, major field, big course. But then you got 14th at Wells, second at the RBC, sixth at uh, Corrales, Puticana. I mean, I just he I, does play he does play well in these diluted fields. Yeah, hey, hey, add, add a little water and uh, he he tends to rise. Right, and then you got eighteen rounds here at Colonial for him. Fourteenth shots gained total. Uh, he's eighteenth off the tee, twenty fourth on approach, ninth in DK points against this field in eighteen rounds. So I, I think with the recent form being pretty good, uh, he's definitely something you want to take a look at this week. Mostly like, uh, I actually like HV3 here. I think this is, an, I mean, just as you mentioned, I mean, when you get to these, um, some of these diluted fields, I think HV3 is someone that looks pretty good out there. Uh, T49 at the PGA, missed the cut at Fargo. T2 at Heritage, he did miss Valero. But um, yeah, I think, uh, I mean, there's really, I mean, if the putter shows up for him, I mean, he's, he's strong and off the tee. Uh, and he's strong around the green, which, you know, I mean, I think that sets up well for um, for Colonial. Yeah. Chris Kirk was sixth at the Valero as well. Uh, but it, he, it's, there's a crazy number. I wrote it down. I lost it. But it, he's played here 10 times and he's never missed a cut. Mm. Like this is this is his uh, this is his wheelhouse, man. 
That's uh, that, that's well, which is kind of scary. So T60 and 20, T11 and 18, T67, 17, and T15 and 16. But yeah, it's like uh, he's another guy that you, you mentioned Texas, and the guy starts uh, he starts getting hot. That's Kirk. Yep. 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 And then last 24 rounds here, uh, 77th off the tee, but then eighth on approach and then 37th in putting 18th and, uh, DK points. So yeah, I, I agree. I think that's one you want to take a look at this week as well. Yeah. Joel Damon, had he been playing pretty dang well? Uh, well, T 55 at the PGA T 18 at the Wells Fargo 74th at Valero one Punta Cana. Mm-hmm. He did not make the cut at the players, but, uh, you know, I think putting is, uh, well, hold on Joel Damon. You know why he's playing so good? Hmm. He, he won that Ricky Fowler lookalike. Con- Whoa, or, or, or did Ricky Fowler win the Joel Damon lookalike contest? Nice. That's what, I, that's what I really want to know. Exactly. Uh, I, I mean, you know, t- considering what happened last week and, and, you know, who missed and who didn't, uh, I mean, I would say, yeah, I mean, T18 at the Wells Fargo, I think it's going to be a little bit of a shorter course off the tee. He's 27th. Uh, I don't know. Putting, he's ranked 115th. He's losing strokes there, and he's losing strokes around the green. So, you know, and he's you know, 59th in approach. So, I, I don't know. I'm probably fading Damon this week just uh, from that perspective of, you know, that's a couple things there that if, it, you know, if, it's, if it's going that way here, I don't know if that's the play. Uh, probably means you ought to go ahead and uh, put a grand <laughs> on him for the outright win. Exactly. Uh, who else is in here that we, uh, who I'll else keep is in an here eye on this? doc Redman and, um, he's been playing he's another guy. He's a guy that shows up and when you get these, uh, these mm-hmm. short fields, I mean, he shows up really well. So yeah, very disappointing start to the 2021 season, but he missed the cut at Wells, but then ninth at Byron Nelson, which was a week ago. And that was in Texas as well. He was 39th at the Valspar, 44th at the Valero Texas open. So he plays well in Texas, like you said, and uh, he's been ticking towards the positive to where it was like 44, 39, 9th. So I, I like the, the trajectory here. And uh, he's a hell of a ball striker. Great with the irons. I, I see him as being a potential threat this week. Peter Uline, T14, T13, 20, and 19. Big Beautiful is probably still sitting so. on the beach with uh, with an open bottle of vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Keep, hold, the, hold the water. Hold the water. Pop that collar uh, up. <laughs> Harry Higgs, the first time he saw the course in 2020, placed T38 here. So, uh, you know, it, here's what I would say about Big Beautiful is I would love to bet him just because, uh, but I'm not a fan of losing money just because. And – hit you know other than uh, what is it t4 last week yeah t4 at the pga then you got cut cut t59 at rbc which i think kind of bodes well for here but then he missed the cut at the valero so i, I don't know it's shaky for me yeah yeah what's happening with kids man miss cut miss cut miss cut is five yeah. miss cuts in a row yeah that is rough uh, yeah uh pat perez uh we're we're in this uh, we're staying yeah we're good um yeah, so Pat Perez, I think he's another guy that uh, that plays well in Texas. And uh, we didn't talk about Zach Johnson yet. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think Pat's probably got something here. Mm-hmm. 
T39 at the Nelson, T26 at Wells Fargo, T29 Valspar. He did miss RBC, but T67 at um, at the Valero, so 45th in strokes gained total. Uh, he is losing strokes off the tee, but, I, you know, again, I don't think that's necessarily going to penalize him here, and he's ranked 30th in putting and gaining seven strokes in his last 24 rounds. So, so who's your favorites in the $7,000 range? Uh, who do I like here? Uh, I know you like Doc Redman. You can't get enough of that. He he seems to be ticking uh, on the upward trend. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I notice how you dropped that one off. Uh, yeah, I mean, of course, I like Sneds. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I actually kind of like Ian Poulter coming into this place. Mm-hmm. Um, off the tee and looking good at, in the last 24 and approach. But, I mean, he's T30, T21, T48, and T26. He does have a miscut in there at the Fargo. But I think this course is going to set up more so to the Valspar and R- RBC. So, I like Ian. I like, uh, I don't know, Keith Mitchell. I mean, with, that guy was nowhere. And then he comes in T3 for the Fargo. So, maybe. Uh, I like Chris Kirk. And uh, Stedeker. Cooch and Cooch. I think I like Cooch, too. Yeah. Who don't I, I like Siwoo. Who don't I like here? I don't know what to think about Sergio. I mean, it's just everything is so shady and spotty. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else don't I like here? I'm probably fading Damon here, too, oddly enough. And, uh, yeah, those are probably my two biggest fades. Well, right. <clears throat> I hate to say it, but I'm fading Kiz. Oh yeah, kids. Uh, that's just yeah. uh, he'll bounce back. He'll bounce back. But right now, it's not in good form. He'll bounce back. It's not his time. All right, so let's hit some. Uh, let's hit a few in the six thousand dollar range. I'm just going to look at the ones that I like. So I like Zach Johnson here, even though it's kind of rough. So he missed a cut at PGA, and I thought he actually had a chance to kind of rebound back there. Yeah, you know, if the wind gets up, you know, et cetera, and and uh, that that didn't happen. Um, but I do like Zach here. I think there's, uh, there's something there. I mean, obviously, I mean, he's putting good. He's ranked second, uh, in the field over the past 24 rounds. So no, not a shocker. So I think he could get something done here. Uh, Maverick McNeely mm-hmm. T4 at RBC heritage. The other four tournaments I'm looking at, he's missed cuts. I think he could get something done here as well. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty good on that. I can fail. <laughs> oh, Hendrick, how do you think you think Hendrick re- replaced his club yet? I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's been rough, huh? Uh, do you like anybody in the anybody stand out to you in the six thousand dollar range? I'm not seeing a ton. Um, let's see. How's Michael Thompson in the lane lately? Uh, Vincent Whaley, uh, T26 at the Byron Nelson, T26 at Wells Fargo, T29 Valspar, T34 at the Valero, and T28 at Corrales. Uh, Vincent Whaley is pretty good. Off the tee is the only thing he's really, I'd say it's his weakest uh, from a strokes game perspective. But I think that's probably a play. Uh, if you need to get down, if you went heavy on the top side, I think that's a, a direction you could go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of miscuts down. There's a lot the of miscuts down here. It's, it's very hit or miss down here. That's for sure. Richie Wawinski, thirty uh, eighth last week, thirty seventh at the Wells. So he's on a little bit of a run, but then four miscuts before that. Um, he's he's popped up quite a bit though, as you know, some good signs of uh, ball striking for sure. 
Uh, Adam Shank, if he can keep the putter hot, maybe. T-34 at the Byron, uh, T-18 at the Valspar, T-25 at RBC. So Adam Shank could be one at $6,500 that I would probably look at. And... uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I'm, I'm probably leaning more heavy towards the middle of the field here. Mm-hmm. Kind of going balance between that uh, nine thousand and seven thousand dollar range. Yeah. I don't know that I'm going to have to go too much into the six thousand dollar range just with that strength of field in the the middle of the pack. So I, I yeah, think I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to avoid it as well. Yep. One and done. Oh, here we go. Yeah, shit. So mm-hmm. I, I mean, I've I've written down. I've I've got so many people written down in my one and done. I got so many. Like, I mean, look look at all these people I've got written down over here. Good lord. <laughs> I mean, it's like uh, it's like a crossword puzzle for crying out loud. All right, so one and done. Um, I don't know. You want to go first? That way, I know who not to pick. I'm going to take Gary Woodland this week. He was, he was T9 last year. He's been showing some good signs of improvement. I think the course sets up really well for him. He appears to be healthy. And, uh, yeah, I'm thinking Gary Woodland. So, definitely, he's not, he's not going to make the cut. <laughs> <laughs> a vote of confidence. In myself. In myself, the vote of confidence. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going for the dynamic duo mm. of one P. Reed and Kez. Oh. Uh, they, you know, Texas boys, they haven't, um, they haven't won here as far as I've read. Maybe they haven't. I just missed it, but I don't think so. Recent form T17 at the PGA. I, I think, um, got, uh, what do we got? T8, T6. Yeah. I, I'm going P reband. I think, uh, I think he gets it done this week. I think the short game, uh, around the green and putting, I think is going to pull it off. Give me P. Reed, market the books, and market a victory. <laughs> well, you know, I'm rooting for them, for sure. Uh, love those guys. Yeah, it's a good pick, man. It's a really good pick. So on the show this week, we got Freedom Barrels coming out on Thursday. We're just going to keep it to a short week since it's kind of a holiday, right, going into Memorial Day weekend. You got my plans for Memorial Day weekend? Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, we're heading to uh, heading down to the Panhandle. Oh, uh, oh, oh, we may pass by old Baghdad down there and see if old uh, see if Bubba wants to uh, wants to get a game or two in. Nice. Old match going. How many strokes do you think he's going to give me? Uh, not enough. <laughs> not enough. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we're heading down to uh, heading down to the Panhandle. We're going to hit up uh, Carabelle, Florida. Mm. Uh, we're going to stay. Uh, oh, this may be too much, but I'm going to go ahead. So we're we've got um, we've got a renovated airstream. Taking old Dixie down. We're gonna stay beachfront. Oh wow! Oh, I should. I guess beachfront. Uh, Gulf front. Gulf front. Oh. I I, here, here's an interesting question. So for all for the people that are these, um, uh, what would you call them? Like these uh, these beach aficionados. Mm-hmm. Is the Gulf the same? Is the Gulf Beach the same as the Ocean Beach? I think so. I, I think I, so. I mean, it's like it's it's water. It's salty. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a tide. There's sand. So I, you know, I, I mean, I know the sand could be different colors, but I don't know. Yeah. So we're uh, we've um, uh, we've got a little uh, little renovated airstream. We're gonna go try out our retirement. Uh, <laughs> see if it's gonna work. We're, we're gonna test drive it for the weekend. Nice. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, we get a round of golf in at St. James golf club hmm. i think i got that right i don't know i've been writing them and they have been writing me back so do you think it's something you said no it's just personal to you 
Oh, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so I'm de definitely going to charge me double for the membership. So mm -hmm. that'll, that'll be, uh, that'll be a fun experience. Uh, yeah, maybe yeah. it's, I think it's St. James Bay golf club. Okay. So, cool. Yeah. We're going to, going to try and get around in there. Do you think they allow dogs in the course, by the way? Mm. It's my emotional support. Actually it's, um, it's the, it's the Asian bourbonists emotional support dog. So I don't know if they can really say no to that. Perfect. No, they can't. No, they can't. I, I don't think they can. No, we need to get her a vest or a little necklace or something can do. <laughs> um, let's see what else is going on Yeah, So that'll be the weekend, man. Yeah. We're, we're going to, we'll head down, uh, you know, Friday evening and, uh, come back, uh, Monday. So yeah, it should be some good times. Check out the, uh, check out the Gulf coast and see what's happening. How about you? You got the, so you got the grill, got the I, smoker fired up. What I heard from you is you're going to put your renovated Airstreams deed down on Phil this week. Pretty much. Okay, good. Pretty, pretty good. much. Good. Pretty much. Because it, it could use another overhaul. <laughs> um, no, nah, just family time for me. Just family time, man. Yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I am going to do some bourbon shopping. So, by the way, for those of you that are watching, if you haven't checked us out on Instagram, Twitter, or any of our socials, we're at birdies underscore bourbon. And uh, we would appreciate a like and a follow. We'd appreciate a don't like. Uh, and a follow. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you have any comments or suggestions, we've got a lot of great uh, spirit companies coming up over the next uh, couple of months. And uh, got a lot of folks coming on from the tour. We've got caddies, we've got players, we've got coaches, we've got some equipment folks coming on. Um, we were any pointers on Atlanta to the panhandle. Any good liquor stores that I should stop oh, at. Oh, okay. Uh, and you should DM those. Do not put those in the public post. We want to keep those a secret, uh, as you do as well. So any good little uh, hidden gems that I need to hit up from a liquor store standpoint while we're out uh, perusing around and about. Uh, so, yeah. Cool. That'll do it for me. That'll do it. All right. Off to Colonial. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.